When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Legal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. We have another legend on the set today. Colorado Buffalo's legend, Matt When Michesi. you say another legend, you mean me and then one more person? Of course. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly cool. what I meant. That's, that, that's what I thought you meant. Yep. Yeah. It's an every Thursday thing now, baby. Yeah, it's Chesney it. Thursdays. Yep. Didn't even have to text my guy. He just shows just up show now. Every Thursday at 1.30, I'll be here. I thought we were Creature of habit. Football players are creatures of habit. I, I love ex- it. Look, I'm extremely consistent, and that's one thing that you can say about me that is a true fact. Yep. Consistency. Yep. Yep. Uh, so what are we doing today, Jake? We well, I want to talk to you about the trenches because uh, they played damn well last Wait, weekend. Before we get into that, I just okay. have one side note. Guess I should ask Ryan. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um, I just want everyone at home to know the immense sacrifice I'm making for the comfort of our guests. Oh, on here, the- oh, here we go. go again. Here we go. Oh, God. So keep in mind, he's bringing this up. I know. Oh, um, you're anti-fan. Okay, so it's not. It's chilly out today. It, it's actually not that cold. It's not cold. It's but not it's, cold. It's in the 60s. I wore a hoodie because I saw you wearing a hoodie on the Broncos show, so I was like, it's got to be cold. And I, I went, to the, I I went to the zoo this morning. It was awesome. Okay? Yeah, the zoo. Okay. It was awesome. I wore a hoodie, and then I started sweating because it was 80 degrees outside. But yeah, no, no, it's not. It's 67 degrees. Okay, well, it feels like 97. Here's the thing. So outside, <laughs> it is a, a solid temperature, right? Mm-hmm. This is a temperature that you would be cool with your house being. What is it trying yes. to get at, Jake? So then the temperature in here <laughs> has no reason to be warmer than that. This is true. It's nice. It's a balmy 65. So it's it's a nice temperature outside, but Matt, because he runs about 20 degrees warmer than everyone else on Earth, <laughs> if you notice, every time he's been on the show, he's just sweating well, constantly. Look, man, I'm not sweating right You're now. Not. Do you your know hair, why? I, I, I wasn't sure if you like just liked the wet hair look, no, but no, man, this is how your hair I looks. I don't want to be over here sweating like a whore in church, but damn, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, look, I, when you're 320 and 6'5", and you've been chunky your whole life, the, the fan is a godsend. Thank okay. God for it. I know that you're, so anti, point, you're anti-air movement, and I don't get it. So the, the point I was getting at is I hate fans blowing on me. So when you sleep, you just want to be like, Hot as the sun, just sweating, dri- dripping down, no, grabbing your ass I like get, Niagara. Uh, <laughs> I get my temperature control based on how many limbs I put out of the covers in uh, when I'm sleeping. So, like, if I'm a little hot, then I go, like, one leg out. If I'm really hot, leg what, and an arm. You, you don't, well, so, what, you don't like blankets either? Um, You're just a sheets I, guy? I actually, uh, well. I think you run hot. 
bro. I do. So um, then why don't I you don't like the like fan? This is fa such a godsend. <laughs> I wish the I wish the temperature could be cooler without the air having to move. So you just don't like the air movement. I don't like the feeling of air constantly hitting me. Let's no. settle this with chat. Chat, he put in fan wind, or bro. no fan. I hate the fucking he wind. He hates the wind. Worst, worst element. Are you, a nice breeze is incredible. Wouldn't uh, you agree, Absolutely. Jake? Are you team RK, which is no fan, or team Matt and Jake, You're which is... Gotta go with the fan, Gotta go bro. with the if fan. If I didn't have a ceiling fan or a fan or air... Can you imagine? So you're anti-air conditioning? No, that's the thing. Is I love well, no, no, no. You can't have it both ways, dog. You can't sit here and say no. that you're anti-air movement, and then when it's 105 <laughs> degrees outside and you get in your car, you don't turn on the AC. Here's the thing: you about... just sit in your car and sweat. Okay, so sometimes I actually do do that. Um, <laughs> but Allie will tell you that would probably be my beige flag. We just saw the, the video. I sometimes, if I if I'm not going anywhere, you know, because I don't want to go somewhere and show up sweaty. Let's just say I'm headed home. I know I'm going to get a shower when I get there. I'll just get in the car and just let it You're be hot. You just sauna yourself in your car? Yeah, it feels nice. Um, Did, what, doesn't the steering wheel okay, get so all slippery? I like the air conditioning, <laughs> but I can't be in an area where the air where I can feel it hitting me. Dude, if I didn't have air conditioning, <laughs> life would be awful. I know why everybody back in the day was so pissed off all the times, because there was no central air. Robert period. says, RK to space. <laughs> yeah, dog, no air crazy. movement. You're nuts. A lot, lot of fan comments. Keep in mind that also the fan is now pumping on me at the highest level. I don't even know I'm if you can hear I'm catching some it. shrapnel. Don't care. But I'm not air over shrapnel. Straight air. I'm also not sweating profusely. I'm not yep. dripping like I was last week. No, I'm, I'm happy sorry. I'm excited. Can't be excited. Sorry. Yep. I'm happy for you that you're comfortable. Hey, hey, girls well, clubs, though, It is fan. all about me, Ryan. So I thought it's, it's Thursday. So <laughs> I'm definitely, I, I'm not expecting you know to be in the majority here for you know what, what it's worth. I think we should turn the fan off. And every, when I start sweating... <laughs> like a fat kid chasing a cupcake, okay? <laughs> when I start sweating profusely, yeah. I'm just going to take it off the brow and start flicking it Ooh. at his ass. So yes, you can it. either be hit with sweat or, or air. Which one? I Like I said, I air wasn't... Air sweat, Ryan? Uh, air. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be like... <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't expecting to be in the majority here. Oh, it's just my, weird, you're, you're, my weird quirk. But it isn't warm in here. No, time out. Time out. They, look, that's another thing that we have to get here. You don't have to be hot to put the fan on. Okay, you guys. You want air movement. You, you, I want it as cold as humanly possible. I don't want to ever think no, about that. I the just air. want to get under covers and just like, <laughs> and it's nice. Like, but here, I, like, I don't want to. I want to be focused on the show and doing good content, not, oh my God, I'm sweating my balls off over here in the middle of the show. Someone said golfers hate wind. Is True. that where it originates from? Yep. Yep, I also, you know, played a little ultimate frisbee back in the day. That's oh. my most bolder quality. Um, and wind really messes <laughs> with that, too. I didn't know this was the anti-air show. Yep. But, hey, I like it. Let's talk Turn about... Turn off the fan and crank up the, eight, crank Let's up talk the heat. About Let's talk about football. Get nasty. You know what fans I love? The ones there in the comments. Oh, wow. That, we do love you. That Let's, was good. Thanks. Let's talk about USC. Okay. Uh, see you. Just put up their best rushing total of the season. Fewest sacks on the season <laughs> with two. Um, just your thoughts on the improvement that we saw from Oregon to USC. <clears throat> Look, the, the first quarter is what it is, okay? They, they got down. The heart they showed was incredible coming back the way that they did. The improvement I saw on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, the, the defensive side... They were better against the run, but, I mean, we cannot rush the passer to save our life. And Caleb Williams has all day to throw the ball back there. USC's offensive line is good, but they're not that damn good. 
defensive linemen are supposed to be better than offensive linemen from an athletic standpoint. Like, we should be able to get some pressure. Um, we did as the game wore on, but there were instances where on the touchdown pass to 16 to make it 21 nothing, he had the ball for like 12 seconds, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, tough. Yeah. So they, they've got to keep improving there. But look, the offensive line specifically was much improved. I thought they came out and played a lot harder. They, they were more consistent with their fits. Uh, they did a pretty good job of picking up all the blitz scheme because USC did throw a lot of different stuff at them. Uh, but, it, you know, it's a testament to OB. Coach OB did a great job during the week, you know, switching guys out, putting 70 at right tackle for Savion when he was struggling a little bit. He went in there and played really well. Well, Savion got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. He's out for a while. Okay, so there, there you go. Um, you know, with with some depth now, that's a good thing. So I, I think that the Buffs took a massive step forward. I mean, let's be real. It, it all starts up front. We talked about that against Oregon and how, you know, they got punched in the mouth and didn't have an answer. Well, they got punched in the mouth against SC, too, and they were down, and they could have folded easily. Yep. And they didn't. So they came back. They came, they came rearing back not only. And honestly, they play like that in the first quarter. The, the game is totally different. Yep. So, you know, I was in the locker room before the game. It was very businesslike. Um, I didn't expect them to start that slow. But I do think that they figured something out, guys. Like, I, I think that it was a massive turning point. Ha at halftime of that football game, there was a change in the way this team approaches you know, offensive football and defense because they played their balls off in the second half on the defensive side of the ball, too. So what do you think changed for them <clears throat> on the offensive line in terms of protection? Because, you know, a lot of people last week were saying, go 12 personnel, this, that. They didn't do that. Um, but they went up against a team that was leading the nation in sacks. And based on what they were giving up in the weeks before, this could have been a double-digit sack game, which we actually saw one of those in the NFL this week, which yep. is crazy. 11 of them. Um, this could have been a double-digit sack game, but it wasn't. It was a two-sack game, the best of the season so far. So what changed for them? Look, the scheme was the same. They're still running, yep. you know, 60-70 protection, four-man slides, three-man slides, rock calls, and squeeze gaps. They're stu still doing, from a technical standpoint, the same thing. Yep. There was a, there was a distinct difference in the way that they were attacking the line of scrimmage there were more jump sets of the line of scrimmage there was more play action the play calling was a little bit more conducive towards helping the offensive line block yep you know it, they didn't really max protect that much but when you can run the football which they actually figured out how to run the ball a little bit in this game yep you know i, I don't know how many yards rushing they have but it, they did a pretty good job all things considered with multiple ways to get the ball out too, right so yep. there are multiple guys touching the ball receivers getting run, getting run, rushing attempts you know, that's the new offensive system here in college football and in the NFL. It's skill players are just going to be skill players, bro. Like the you're ball. going to have receivers that are always receivers. But there's more Debo Samuels now than there has ever been. By so, the way, they ran for 193 yards on 4.3 yards per carry. And, that, yeah. that and 45 is rushes. So 45 yep. carries, 193 yards. That is, that's Colorado football. That's what you want. That allowed... Shador to have one-on-one -on -one matchups in the second half. They had to bring the safety down into the box. They had to start moving the defensive line to adjust against the zone scheme. When you start running gangs and, and a gang is like the tight end to the tackle, everybody moving in the same direction, picking up gaps and picking up men. When you start doing that consistently, they have to counter it with movement. 
and adding a linebacker into the run blitz and dropping a safety down to accommodate for that linebacker that now commits to the run primarily. And that opened up huge play action shots to Horn. And, you know, it just, it, it was everything coming together at the right time. And it took them, it took them six quarters in the Pac-12 to figure out how to play the offense that they want to play. So you say all that, but we talked a lot about mentality and how running the ball is a mentality. Right. Would you say it's 50-50 between what you're talking about scheme-wise and mentality, or is it more mentality? Where would you say that balances? Well, they looked pretty pissed off you know, before the game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in their post-game. Uh, my son's game was, was you know, at like two, so we had to leave in the third quarter, unfortunately. But, look, they were mad. And, yeah, man, I mean, look, I, I know I harp on this a lot, but my entire life playing football has been spent with my hand on the ground. Either it's a five technique, three technique, one technique, or a guard or a center. So I only know one way to do this. And I think that this perception that you can be this like really nice, you know, cuddly guy on the field is fucking bullshit. I think you need to be a killer. You can be the the nicest dude off the field you want, be a complete gentleman, but I don't want to help people off the ground. I'm not trying to be nice to you and shit. If you get hurt, you signed a fucking liability waiver. That's not my problem. So, like, I'm sorry, but this is a violent game. It's it a collision is. sport. This is meant for, you know, 6'5", 330-pound meatheads that, what else am I going to go do? What else am I going to go do? I'm not going to be a fucking doorman. So, yeah, it's either football or you come up with some other shit, Jake. So, sitting right know. there. I think, I, well, th- this is all because of football. Yeah. Without, I don't have anything in my life without this game. Mm-hmm. So, it's all about attitude, and it's the attitude you bring to it daily. And the offensive line, and uh, look, I can't sit here and say that the defense played well when they gave up 48 points. We have got to figure out what the defense, what we can do. we got to get Shiloh back. The attitude up front needs to be different, in my opinion. They played hard. They made plays at times, but 48 points isn't going to cut it, is it? Nope. Nope. So they've got to figure that out. Offensively, though, this team is a fucking juggernaut, bro. Yeah. I mean, they are the number one red zone offense in football. Shador's the number one rated quarterback in, in the, the fourth, fourth quarter in the country. And, uh, and on fourth down. And on fourth down, which I didn't know that. but Four for four for four first downs and two touchdowns. Not yeah. the best they, business for nothing there, Jake. I mean, he took that for me. But. <laughs> this this cross-pollination is working. Um, I also uh, got it from Curtis. That's it. It goes full circle then. Uh, but look, it starts up front. They figured out <laughs> how to go three and two, and I think could potentially go to the bye week five and two and should. And it's because the offensive line has continued to grow each week. And that means they've taken lumps, bro. Like the offensive line has gotten some major scrutiny. People have been mad at it, myself included. They've taken lumps, they've had injuries. You know, you hope Savion's okay. Yep. Uh, but it, at the same time, the attitude was different. It has to be different. And they need to walk into Tempe with a total nasty disposition. The whole team, not just the offensive line. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't really, it doesn't really matter what I think, but there shouldn't be a whole lot of, like, smiles and laughs and, like, hey, we, I know that we had a moral victory last week, but all, all 48-41 did for me was piss me off. That's all it did. Like, yeah, this is great. I'm glad we were close, but... God damn it, we should have won this fucking game, and we're better than these people, and now we need to take it out on Arizona State and Stanford before we hit the bye week, 
and get healthy and hopefully get Hunter back and a variety of other guys that are dinged up. So, look, man, you've got two weeks now starting in Tempe, and if we overlook these people, it will be the biggest mistake we've ever made, and number one. I want to talk about that, though, <clears throat> because I've seen that out there a lot. Can't overlook ASU. You can't. You, no one overlooks anyone after they've lost two games in a row. Right. And it's not like there's another uh, big prize on the other side of ASU. You're yeah. playing a worse team next week. On a short week. So, to me, there's no overlooking this team. This is everyone's digging in because they're saying, I hate the feeling of losing. I love the feeling of winning. And we have a great opportunity to go win this week. But it's also very different than like CSU. CSU, very. you came in 2-0, and riding high. Everyone in the country is patting you on the back. And then, you know, the it's personal thing, it almost became like, no one even considered the thought that CSU could be in the game. It was just they're gonna get they're gonna wipe the floor of them. This is even totally us. different. Everything's changed. Yeah. The the you know national temperature has cooled a little bit. Um, they're still talking about them for sure. They always will, but it's not you know the same as it was earlier. And this to me is the opposite of a trap game. This is a get right game. Yes. Uh, and they need it bad. And I, so I I have no fears about them overlooking ASU. I mean, yeah. RK, that's a great point. And look. They can't overlook them, and they won't. Yeah. Coach Prime's not going to allow it. The staff is not going to allow it. Shit, Shador's not going to allow it. Yep. Mm -mm. I mean, come on. That, that, that is a leader of men, boys. I mean, that, that is the kind of guy you want leading your professional franchise, let alone your college franchise. I, I think he's going to stay in school, but I can't predict the future right now, bro, because he is fucking tearing it up. So, uh, look, go to Arizona State and hammer a team that you should hammer, they're going to play hard. Dylan, you know, the, the, their coach played for them. He's, a, he's an alum. He wants that place to be great again. Yep. So there's no bad blood. They're not dogging each other out. They're trying to be respectful, which is the way to go against this team. If you want to talk shit against CU, then good luck, I guess. Um, but I, I anticipate that CU will go take care of business. But it starts with attitude first, Royce. I mean, they've got to go down there. They have to know they're, they're the big dog. They need to act like it. They need to go out and not, not do it pregame. Yep. No, no running over to the, the, the pitchfork and cleating it up or spitting on it on film. That won't just, happen. I, just don't do it. it don't do it. You're on a fucking business trip. Go down there. Go to sleep. Wake up. Kick these people's asses. Get back on the plane and come the fuck home. They are not in Tempe for any other reason. Yep. It's business trip Saturday. Get this done. They play Friday night against Stanford, right? Yep. And then put 60 on Stanford on national TV and have a nice three-day weekend. Yep. That sounds like Into a the pretty bye. good... That Into the bye week. Into the bye. Shit, a 10-day weekend. Get to go yep. home, see your family. Hey. And you can be five and two. Nice little bye week. And then it's one game away from bowl eligibility. <clears throat> and the back half of the schedule is daunting. So these... Two games are so important. I agree. Yeah. Everybody in the back half ranked other than UCLA, right? Uh, Oregon State is. Utah Arizona. is. Oh, Arizona. is not. Yeah. Okay, but I, I think UCLA beats Washington State this week. Washington State's ranked wow. 13th. Washington Rose, State is up to 13. 13th right now, yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's because our guy Cam Ward was cool to us. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so they, they got rolling up there, bro. They, they deserve to be in a bigger uh, conference. <gasps> <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> Be careful. All right. Shout out to our friends over at Baxter Shanker. <laughs> if you get hurt, they're here to help. Uh, no fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. 
They got neighborhood offices all over the city. Um, whether it's a car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, or trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. If you need to sue, smash the two. Two, 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 two to find out if you have a case for free back. I came up with that. If we're stealing wins. credit from each other. Did today. you really come up with that? Yeah. That's, that's gold. That's radio gold. Thanks. <laughs> and then MSU Denver. Turn your goals into greatness at MSU Denver. Um, it's always good to go back to school, get your degree. Um, if you're changing career paths or just want to uh, go get your degree, if you never did it, MSU's got you covered. You can go online or in person. They've got 90-plus majors um, and 10 graduate programs with courses online, in person, or both. Learn more at msudenver.edu. Fun little MSU Denver fact. Um, Let me know. <clears throat> they've always had a proud uh, basketball program there, and CU will be playing them in an exhibition Oh, really? Uh, in basketball before the season starts this year. Nice. Oh, they played Nebraska in one last year. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Uh, CU basketball schedule's out, by the way, which yep. means uh, single-game tickets will be going on sale soon. That team's going to be fun. Um, and if you want to watch, we'll talk about Fubo later, but like their first six games are on the Pac-12 network. Oh, boy. If you yeah. want to watch the game this week, you got to have Fubo. Uh, yeah, true. Might as well get in now. And that's why I got it. Uh, all right. Let's kind of pay off this headline then, just because we've seen on Well Off, Javon Antonio's working with Tim Brewster, and then all of a sudden we see Adam Hopkins on the other side of the ball lining up across wide receivers. Okay, so I want to, I'll, I'll start with Hopkins because I'm not as sure about this one. Okay. Um, that is a different jersey. Now, if he will, if he were to switch to defense, he would need a new practice jersey, right? Because right. his offensive practice jersey has his name on the back, but I couldn't tell, and maybe the chat has a better idea or, you know, a lot of people's families watch this show. So if you're a relative of Adam Hopkins and he is switching to defensive back, let us know in the chat. Um, but that one I'm less sure of just because it wasn't totally clear in the video if that was him. Um, you mentioned last week that Caleb Mathis was wearing 18 in practice at one point. Well, he was the team. And then he wore it for the game against USC. But then when I tweeted that out, people told me he was wearing it the week before also. And then they had Adam Hopkins playing like in the star in the pregame last week. But it all made me wonder, like they're all wearing 18. That's what Slusher wears. Like, are they just trying to like pull a quick one on USC or something? Uh -huh. So interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, so not as sure on Adam Hopkins, although Jay says Hopkins has been a DB for a few weeks now, and that would add up with what you were saying uh, about the pregame. Well, I, I will say this, just listening to the conversation. There's multiple guys on this team that play multiple positions on offense and defense. Yep. Yep. And Prime did that. And I, look, I'm I'm no special player or anything, but I played both ways in the NFL. Yeah, you and did. I I personally think it's a trait that a lot of players have that's underutilized. I think there's a lot of guys that can do both, and you just have to give them the opportunity to. And just like guys play both ways in high school, I hope this opens the door. The Travis Hunters, the guys playing both ways in in practice doing more than one thing i mean the more you can do the longer you're going to stick around in the league the more opportunity you're going to have in college so i personally think that it should open the door for multiple guys to play different positions and both ways and think about it from a recruiting standpoint bro like you're bringing a kid in and he wants to play receiver but he also is a badass safety or he's a great defensive end but also could play tight end yep. and prime's like yeah, you could probably do both. Show me if you can do it or not. I did it. Why can't you? Yep. And his whole thing is you have to be dominant on one side of the ball before I'll allow you to test out the other side. Um, but at, 
on Adam Hopkins. He was a great defensive back in high school. Yep. Um, a couple of people in the chat have kind of confirmed it, saying that his mom posted on Twitter saying that he's moving. And my guess here would be um, with the injuries they've had in the secondary, this is an opportunity to play um, where they, they turn to him and say, hey, you know, like if you want to c consider making this switch, um, there might be a chance for you to get on the field this year. Uh, and obviously, you know, these guys are competitors. They want to do that. Well, so always a great question is, you know, it was posed to me by Mike Tannenbaum. Do you want to play defense or do you want a job? And I was <laughs> like, job. And they're like, you're a fat guy now. Move to guard. And I was like, cool. What was just quickly? Mm -hmm. What was the uh, eating program like for you to get up to offensive line? Weight? Well, I was I was 310 when I moved from defense. Okay. So I just. I didn't really do anything. I just okay. It was the same. I just started. I ate more ice cream. I guess I got to, three, <laughs> I got to 325 pretty quick, bro. Okay. Oh, yeah, so that's I, where you needed to get. Losing the weight is more of an issue than adding the weight yeah. in my world. Just saying. Although I have lost like 35 pounds in like eight weeks, six so, weeks. Nice so, man. Love I'm trying to get sexy. <laughs> it's, it's working. Not, it's not, it, well, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. <laughs> I said so, it wasn't working, but you know. <laughs> So Adam Hopkins is a junior. Um, he played both ways. He had two interceptions. Both were pick sixes. Wow. So he definitely has the ability. And as you mentioned, they probably just need bodies at this point because they faced a lot of adversity already at corner. But Carter's coming back. Slush yep. is back at practice. Um, Shiloh's back at practice. We don't know if they're going to play yet, <laughs> but they're back. Did you guys see Shiloh roasting his, his dad? Which time? Which time? In, the, in, the, <laughs> in the car with the handicap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I ever. I, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, that, that was, awesome. was hilarious. <laughs> but it's for you, too. That's <laughs> yeah. your spot. It's your spot. You only got eight toes. <laughs> uh, Javon Antonio, dude. though. I think this one's more interesting just yep. because of what Coach Brew has already done with Mikey Harrison, who yep. was. And his words, kind of in between being a small tight end, big wide receiver, he moves him to tight end, and he's become really like Shador's security blanket stud. at this point in time. Yeah. yeah. He's a stud. So, obviously, this comes up because uh, in the well-off, there was a clip of Coach Tim Brewster talking to Javon Antonio and coaching him up. Uh, and so the question is, was he is he moving? And then speaking of Shiloh, there was another clip yesterday from Darius um, Reach the People who uh, showed Shiloh and Javon Antonio talking. And, and Shiloh was talking about like something that at the tight end, when the tight end goes out into the flat, how mm -hmm. he was going to fly down. So it feels like they're giving Javon a look there. And I love the idea, uh, especially with the emergence of Omarion Coop or Omarion Miller, yeah. um, which remember how long of, of the off season were we saying they need a big receiver, they need a big receiver, they need mm -hmm. a big receiver, and we always came back to at the end of that conversation is that well it could be Omarion Miller, yep, um, but they went and got Javon Antonio because they needed it. Mm -hmm. Well now they have it, and it didn't turn out to be Javon. Now if he stays at wide receiver or goes back and forth. Um, it's not that he can't still have an impact. He had a couple nice catches in the Oregon game, which was his first game back since TCU. Yeah. But it's probably this it's a similar conversation. Look, Omarion just jumped you on the depth chart, but there is a huge gap behind Mikey Harrison on the tight end depth chart. And we'd like to be able to run some two tight end looks, but we don't necessarily trust any of the other guys to go out there. Are you interested in working with Coach Brew a little bit? 
Fear Javon Antonio, who's had a little bit of an issue getting separation um, against corners, you're maybe seeing a path to yourself for yourself to not only get on the field here, but hopefully, you know, make it to the NFL and be a pass catching tight end. So mm-hmm. I hope it works out for him and I hope they use it because uh, you can like if you're getting a single high look, which they've gotten a decent amount of a yeah. lot, uh, you know, you, you love to hit the seam, but they're take they're going to know that it's coming from one side. So if you do want to get in 22 against that look like go up both seams yep. unless you pick which one is open. Well, look, a big receiver that can move to tight end and put on a little weight. And then the, the next part of this is you can't play if you're a liability in the run game blocking. And I'm not saying you have to be an ass kicker. But you got to get in the way. Yep. You got to fucking spit in his ear. You got to do something. You can't just <laughs> let him run up the field and beat the shit out of you because you used to play receiver. So if he'll stick his nose in there and get a little nasty at the point of attack. And I thought he was their best blocking wide receiver. And there you go. So, so if he'll keep that up and, and like buy into that, he's a matchup nightmare against a linebacker or a nickel safety. Yep. I mean, he's he's taller than he's bigger than they are. He can run the seam, the middle of the field. You know, when those safety split or one drops down, the middle of the field is a really, really sweet spot. And if you have somebody that can affect it, especially two guys, plus the way they play the middle of the field with Horn and Miller and the rest of these freak receivers, I mean, it, it, you've got matchup problems everywhere. If they can line up in like a 12 personnel and a tight end heavy look with a tight end at the point of attack and a scissor player here, and they can start running zone and they can put him on that 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 back part where he's scissoring back to the defensive end they can turn that into the bootlegs with Shador he's going to have opportunities to catch the ball in the flat and go go target corners and safeties as a tight end yeah you know with the ball in his hands so I, I think this is a great move for the kid I love the fact that this coaching staff is so forward thinking and saying yeah. instead of just like oh well you played this position and that's the position you play they're like well shit do you want to play or do you want to play the position like Football, football's football, man. I, the trench is the trench. Receiver's receiver. Like, well, you, you can be a kick-ass tight end slot receiver and still be considered a receiver. And Michael Harrison, you know, has everyone's ears perked up when, when they say, hey, you know, we're considering moving you positions because he went from a guy who was a walk-on afterthought, never going to see the field at wide receiver, to I believe he's third in the country in tight end catches. That's wild. Yes. You know who's number one is uh, the tight end from CSU who carved us. Oh, yeah. That that kid's a stud. Yeah, he is. An absolute stud. Um, So, you know, if you're Javon Antonio, you're like, yeah, I I see the path for me here. And the other thing for a Tim Brewster or for a Sean Lewis or for Shador, you know, these little plays that they have designed up to get Michael Harrison easy catches that are five-yard gains right now. If you're Javon Antonio, you're looking at that saying, man, if that was me in that position, I might be able to turn that into a 10, 15-yard gain. Absolutely. And look, it's only going to open up. If you have multiple tight ends on the field that can play and catch the football, it makes life a living hell for your linebackers. It makes play action so much easier. The fact that they can throw the ball the way they do, it opened up the run for 190 yards. And now, if you're Arizona State, you've got to be, okay, look, they figured out how to run the ball last week. So are we going to load up and stop the run? Or are we going to give up four and a half yards a clip? I want to see them play the first quarter the way they, they, they play second halves. They've got to figure out how to like move from the, the slow starts have got to stop, and it's happened now three weeks in a row. Yep. So we've got the slow start cannot happen at Tempe. They need to go out and get up 14 nothing and have Arizona playing from behind. 
so they can comfortably control the game, get on the plane, and come home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Tim Brewster is just the guy to do this, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the one who yeah, found Antonio Gates ass. on the basketball court. Um, we already talked about what he's done with Mikey Harrison. I mean, Kyle Pitts, when he was at Florida, was kind of the same thing in between uh, wide receiver and tight end. And it's, I think it's why the Falcons are having trouble with him right now, yep. getting him the ball. Well, so. they don't know how to use him. I mean, if you can't True. figure out how to use Kyle Pitts, then maybe it's you. Zico's well, got to be kicking himself right now. Yeah, of course. But I think, I mean, you know, just what's happened to Mikey and now Javon, maybe Sato just didn't want it, honestly. Well, and, and I just I don't know if he was built to be coached by Tim Brewster, which right. is a, you know, it's yeah. different. All fire, yeah. bro. Yeah, exactly. Look, look Bruce, Coach Brewster is a bad mf -er, bro, period. Yep. All right, he has got energy through the roof. He expects greatness. He's not going to coddle you. He's not going to hold your hand and shit and make you feel good. He wants you to go win. Like, I'm... And I appreciate that as a player and as a coach. Like, I don't want a player that wants me to, like, coddle his ass. Yeah. Do you want to be the best you can be or not? Are you trying to go to the fucking league or aren't you? Do you want to just play college football and get a scholarship and go to class? Or are you trying to be a fucking college football player and leave a legacy? Mm -hmm. He wants to make his guys great. He doesn't just want to make them college graduates. Like, it, you're in college. Go graduate. Congratulations. I hate when I hear coach, like, we got a 97% graduation rate. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do in college. You're supposed to graduate, <laughs> yeah. dog. Like, what? Don't be all happy about that shit. That's expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just looked up Zico just to see. He's, he's not playing, is he? Listed. He's on Mississippi State, but he they haven't even added 2023 to his career stats. So I'm assuming he hasn't played yet. I thought he had some issue with eligibility. I heard about that too. So the Randy Gregory stat line zero oh, zero Jesus. zero 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 cut. I don't want to talk about the Broncos, man. <laughs> Shut who? up. Yeah, who? Someone said he's not playing this year, which would make sense based yeah. on what I just All right. Saw. Shout out to our friends over at Game oh, Time. Second time transfer. He gra I thought he was a graduate, though. That's why I was confused about the whole thing. He's not? As a second time transfer and a non-graduate, Triari no longer uh, qualifies oh, for go. the NCAA's one-time transfer exception. By the way, just because I know this was brought up in the chat... Um, Tez Williams Walker Walker Tez yep. Walker um, just magically cleared by the NCAA middle today. of the goddamn season and they said oh yeah well they provided us with new information that we didn't have before <laughs> the fucking NCAA man just turning it back on UNC like oh you should have got us this before like it wasn't in their best interest to have one of their best receivers on the field yeah. like him, what are Jake. we talking about get them it's crazy. The fucking NCAA. I agree. <laughs> that should be their name. Free Tyler Brown. Super corrupt. It is, yeah. Free, free Tyler Brown. If you still work there, by the way. <laughs> and by the way, if they were to you suck, man. I would, your job. I would love to see it happen, but if they were to flip the decision on Tyler Brown right now, it would make me even why, why more can't mad. He play? Right. Second why time can't transfer. You play again? Oh. Second time FBS transfer. Second time. Which also, I mean... Who gives a shit? He transferred down to FCS. Who like, cares? Who cares? Yes. The, the transfer portal allows you to transfer. Well, so transfer. Uh, and also, I mean, his his circumstances are so uh, unique compared to, you know, someone who's just tr transferring for playing time or I anything like that. I wonder what fucking nerd at the NCAA <laughs> office was like, you know what? Tyler doesn't get to play. <laughs> no. All right. Let's move on. Uh, shout out to our friends <laughs> over at Game Time. 
Guys, this is probably the best weekend to go and see Coach Prime and the Buffs live in action at uh, Sun Devil Stadium. What do they call it now? Sun, Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah, it has some sure. Mountain West oh, right, or something. Yeah. <laughs> mountain Vista Stadium. Anyways, go to ASU Stadium uh, in Tempe <laughs> and hit up game time if you want to get in the door. Or just uh, honestly go to our uh, tailgate package and uh, yes, get a ticket from we there. still have uh, like a couple more. So I think we have three what? tickets left to the game. <laughs> I was there gonna you go. call it Valtrex Stadium. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, we so if you want, you can get set up with our tailgate and ticket package. There's three more of those left, so you got to get on it quickly. But you it. can yep. just sign up for the tailgate if you want to come hang out with us before the game. Um, Are you going? I've decided. Is that Arizona? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. I've decided I'm turning up. You're turning oh, up. Yeah? I'm turning up before the game. Let's go. Arcade's getting hammered. Yep. Zesty Arcade <laughs> on the no, post game. No, oh, right. that now. Bro, when, <laughs> I saw, when I saw him after the CSU game, he was, you were sober. I know, because I have these post-game shows that yeah. I feel like I have to keep it together for. But Tempe just brings out a different animal in me. <laughs> you and everybody else, man. <laughs> comment at the bottom oh my god um, um, but if you don't get in god. on one of our last tickets you yes. can get in on game time for, yes. some, for some good deals right now I'm seeing like section 10 which is on like the 10 yard line ish for 130 bucks with, that's with fees included that's a good deal there you go download the game time app create an account and use that code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and if you are unable to make it to Phoenix or Tempe for this God, weekend's game. <laughs> make sure you get some saucy jakes in there, too, while you're typing that. Can I just admit I, I don't I fully the understand the joke? Yeah. What, what's saucy it's jake? Not, you, I, that's, I don't know. I'll explain after the show. Okay. What, what kind of shit is that, man? It's you'll some, be here, too. It's okay, cool. Well never shit. mind, then. I don't know. It's something that happened on Well Off. It's, that's it's off crazy. of Well Off, but it's not... Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, how can you go to tailgate? Go to the DMVR.com. Check out our events page. What do you do, man? Anyway, shout out to Fubo. <laughs> if you cannot make it to the stadium, Fubo has the Pac-12 network, and they've got you guys set. Uh, you can start watching immediately with a free trial. You also get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR. Uh, I love Fubo, man. It's the best place to watch football. They also got Red Zone, Big Ten Network, SEC Network, all that stuff on there. Um, and you can just easily record everything and go back to it. Watch all your favorite college football and the NFL Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DMVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, What'd you do? I, I don't know what I did. Yeah, right. You don't know. What did I do? I don't know what you did. I don't think you, you did tell anything. Tell me. I did I? <laughs> Saucy Jake. I want to know what that means. There we go. Jesus. I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I want to know now. Um, let's talk about <laughs> another NCAA rule change, though. Oh, more of with these guys. Cool. Well, I actually kind of like this change. Oh, yeah. Great. NCAA rules. No, What's this one? No photo shoots for unofficial visits. Also, keep in mind, they changed the rule for official visits to be unlimited for e each uh, recruit. But also that costs the school a lot of money. But, right. But um, like if you're a recruit, you don't only have five now. You no. can just go. Yeah. We, yeah which is great. Um, so this is, I have since learned, literally a cry for help from recruiting staffs um, who are doing these photo shoots for the official visit guys. And like, as you guys have seen with CU, this is a one hell of a lift. I mean, they're pulling Lambos into the, yep. uh, into the IPF. Like, you know, they're bringing in the Louis bags and all that stuff. 
and these guys want to take a bunch of pictures they have that new wall with all the different designs on it so it's like hours of work just doing the photo shoots then you, you got to have people to edit the photos send them out it's a heavy lift so apparently this started from recruiting staffs basically like banding together being like hey we got to do something about this um i i would be upset if they were taking it away from official visitors yes because to me like that's a big part of it like uh, like you want to look fly and post pictures and you know see what everyone feel see how everyone feels uh when you post it online but I kind of understand the uh, the beg for mercy from the recruiting yes. staffs on unofficial photo shoots. Hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Uh, well, we're uh, how we're, do I know where this is going? We're bitching about taking pictures. <laughs> Isn't your job as a recruiting staff to take pictures not, and post? It is though. You gotta you gotta understand that these. Yeah, I, I do understand. I do recruiting for a living. I'm just saying, I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. It's not as bad. It's just. One of those things where it was just like, we could use our time better than this. Well, and it's just annoying when you see recruits literally clout chasing on oh, Twitter. Well, for... well, time out. If you're not clout chasing on Twitter, you're a fucking idiot. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, let's be real. Twitter and Instagram and TikTok are mediums for the players to get their name, image, and likeness out there. Absolutely. If you're not going to take pictures when you go there, if the stat, why are we going on the recruiting trip? Like, these, I'm sorry if the intern doesn't want to take pictures and load them and edit them. See that? Do your fucking no, job. No, no, you're undercutting people who are, well, who are I'm not undercutting qualified. anybody. No, yes, you not. are. They're not interns. They are employees. Well, okay, so how many kids did photo shoots this weekend, do you know? I saw maybe um, four. Well, no, I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> from this weekend alone, how many of the kids I, did I would have in no idea. uniform photo shoots? I we saw, saw at least... Ten. I saw one, we saw one a bunch kid of kids. walking down the stairs. I saw a couple other kids in, in uniform, right, with the coaches. But Gage Genther went last week. He didn't do a photo shoot. He's a Did four he just not recruit. want to? Well, well he's I, a commit. I don't. Yeah, but he's on a, he's on a visit. Was he on an OV official? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm, was I he? couldn't tell you. I, I don't know the difference between but the two. Cause this wasn't in, the in place. Room, but still. <laughs> All I'm saying is... You know, CU is probably in the upper echelon here, but there's a lot of schools who have, like, a staff of two for this. Well, okay, but at the same time, I see parents dressing up in uniforms and shit. That's not... <clears throat> we're not going to outlaw that. that I'm just are saying, you talking about the Florida guys? Yeah, man. I've seen <laughs> it multiple hilarious. times. I we are outlawing I also them. think it's super stupid and funny. But It's hilarious. Uh, look, Can we get you back in a Buffs uniform next time? Not Nick a goes shot in hell. <laughs> Dude, if you think I'm going to go up there Can't, and get in uniform with my kid, not, no. I, we, no. We want to see jump. you in that extra medium number eight jersey. I'll put it on and then jump off the top of Folsom. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. Don't put me. Don't, don't do that. That's not... Nah, you don't. Get I want that. the white jersey too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you want the whites? Just so I look like Frumpy Russ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? I had to change my shirt. I was in a white shirt coming over here, and I looked at myself, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this. <laughs> Dude, we gotta get a black T-shirt on quick." <laughs> uh, I want the stormtrooper on Matt for, for Nick's oh, next visit. Yeah. Hey, when I was 275, 280 back in the day in the all whites, I looked super clean. I got to the Broncos, I was 340 in all whites, and I was like, God damn! <laughs> all right. Well, big boy needs to get on the bike, dog. Uh, moving on. I love where we took that. Give me something. That was awesome. <laughs> Do your jobs, take pictures. The yes? future. 
Skip Bayless, uh, Fox Sports on Undisputed today, said that yesterday. Yesterday, Coach Prime could win multiple national championships here at CU, and we've kind of talked about this weirdly throughout this week. But just since he got here, like, it's all here for him. Like, he could do whatever he wants to do in college football at CU. Facts. What are your thoughts on what you heard just about the topic? Um, other than being incredibly excited when I heard it, because the idea of Colorado winning a national championship, uh, uh, look, I played on a team that was like a percentage point away from playing for it, mm-hmm. and it, it hurt. Like, it hurt when, the, when Nebraska got to go play. And uh, I just feel like this university, that's what our standard is, and we, we want to operate at that level. And for Coach Prime to come in here and get this place to a point where, look, Skip Bayless is what it is. The fact that he's talking about it is the important part, not necessarily the vessel. I don't really like Skip Bayless, but that's neither here nor there. The fact that it's being projected out there, multiple national titles, I, I got to agree with it, bro. Like, the recruits that are there, the mindset in the building, the staff, the commitment to excellence, the fact that Coach Prime is actively talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no offense to Coach Barnett, but back in the day, I remember saying to him before my senior year, why don't we have the goal of being national champions on the big board? Why is it just win the Big 12? Well, everything, you know, remember 2001 and things have to line up correctly, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, I mean, I get your point. You're the head man. But even if it's not attainable and your team's not as good, I still want to strive for championships. I think that should be a goal that should be on the wall that everybody sees and looks at every day. Like, even if we can't do it today, who's to say we can't get that shit done in a year or two years or three years? It's about building and consistency and showing up every day. So that's what they're doing in Boulder. They're building this correctly brick by brick. The, the level of player that they have there now is going to get them to probably seven or eight wins this year, I think. And a pretty good bowl game. Just please God, no Air Force. <laughs> and, but the transfer portal this year and the, the four five-star recruits that are going to be signing in December early that are all going to be early enrolling. The kid that just, you know, came out and said he's not playing any more uh, high school football this Aaron year. Aaron Butler. I mean, he's a stud. And yep. people are mad at him. Bro, congratulations. Yep. Do you... If you don't want to play J, you know, you don't want to play, you know, exhibition football anymore in high school and you outplayed it, that's smart. Save your body, save the hits, go train, get the hell out of high school early, early enroll, get into Boulder, use the spring as your red shirt and start playing college football and go get your, as they say, movie check. So yep. I think that the sky's the limit. I know RK probably feels the same way. Like, I, I, I'm sure people are looking at Skip and saying you're crazy. That's bullish. But I wouldn't be surprised in 10 years from now if Coach Sanders, Coach Prime has two or three national titles, especially with a 12-team playoff and moving to the Big 12. Like, yep. uh, I'm sorry, but Texas and Oklahoma leaving and Colorado and all the teams coming in, and Coach Prime now gets Dallas as a hotbed. We can't, we're not just going there to say come to Colorado and play <coughs> on the West Coast. We're saying, oh, we're going to be in Dallas and we're going to be in Texas three times this year. I mean, he did something in Dallas. I can't remember what it is, but it was pretty big. So I, I think that uh, the sky's the limit, bro. A- actually, let me take that back. There's no ceiling. Yeah, I love it. I think he could reset the market on how coaches coach, how they recruit, how they develop, 
how the players are treated. He's I already think he doing can, it. He is. And I, I, I've said this multiple times, but I wouldn't be surprised five, ten years from now if it's documentaries and 30s for 30s, like, you know, Prime's buffs and whatever. But yep, yep. it's changing everything, and thank God. Yeah. Um, first of all, I can't even look at the chat right now without laughing. You guys are <laughs> no. on one. And also, how have you missed Matt McZesty? Um, <laughs> I can't see the goddamn screen. Not you. I'm saying them. They're... It's on the left. Um, anyways. You can't make fun of yourself, bro. You can't make fun of nobody else. It's all right there. Um, and I hate to continue going back to this, but I will. It's only one thing. Only one thing he needs. <clears throat> and that's NIL money. Yep. Um, and that's where CU fans have to step in and pony up and, and do their part. Um, I've actually, actually, I don't even want to say that, but I think this is going to come. I think that part is going to come. It's the last puzzle piece. It's the one thing that necessarily coach prime can't control himself. He's obviously helping it by doing everything that he's doing and increasing the interest in the buffs. But to me, the second that that puzzle piece clicks in, there is no limit. Yep. There's no limit to how high this team can go because what are you what are you going to need? You're going to need SEC level linemen. Yep. yep. That might be the most precious resource in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason why Alabama and Georgia dominate everyone. It's just because there's like 15, 20 of those guys in the world Facts. in any given class, any given time, and they're getting all of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't think that those guys want to play for Coach Prime if they if they know that that means you still get to compete for a championship? They do, and you There's, get paid, right? Exactly. There's always going to be those guys who grew up in Georgia. They always want to play Georgia. You know, like the SEC country is also the one producing these athletes. But the second that that domino falls, and that is a combination of you know uh, Colorado having success and Colorado having the NIL mm-hmm. to back it up. Um, the second that that falls into place, it's over. Yep. And Colorado joins that conversation as a national power. I think we'll be there yep. next year. I personally, and I'm saying this early, but after the transfer portal cycle this year, I think Shador comes back. I know Travis Hunter's coming back. I think everybody comes back pretty much. And they just, they reload the skill positions. They bring in some more guys to just kind of fill the coffers. And then, I mean, let's be real. I think that they're going to do a great job recruiting big guys, and I know damn well that they're transfer portaling in some big-time players. Like, you just know they are. So when that happens and you get NFL-caliber, like first, second, third-round grade NFL-caliber offensive linemen in the inside trench at your tackles, on your three technique, your nose tackle, your pass rushers, it's over, bro. 100%, like you said, You've now got skill players to mix with big athletes. It's fucking over. Yeah, and yep. they're going to be printing nil nil checks in Boulder, and just uh, you're going to have a top ten ranking. They'll start next year top ten, and just roll and see if Shador can win a Heisman, and you can take this bitch to the top. Yep. yep. And and I really do think that that next year the goal will be make the college football playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, and and what twelve teams? We talked about this yesterday. Like I said, this year you kind of had to get transfers who are backups or transfers who are part-time contributors this year i think you're going to get transfers who are starters at big programs dogs exactly who want to come in our balling and say you know what um playing here in ohio is cool 
I want to go play for Coach Prime. Yep. Well, and there's like still room to like obviously improve the roster. Like these guys who are the top transfer uh, recruits in the country are going to see an opportunity just come right in, and you're just in the starting lineup basically. Well, yeah. Let, let's be real here too. If you're on the roster in Boulder right now and you're underperforming, guess where you're going? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're also going to the transfer portal. Probably. Like, this is a business, everyone. Credit to uh, Romy, who posted a clip of her talking to Coach Prime during their uh, Coach oh, yeah. Prime's playbook. Yeah. And he was talk she was talking about what you learn about your team when you're down. Um, and he went on a long kind of diatribe about how. Uh, I want to see who's up and cheering on their guys and who's doing this and who's doing that and who's engaged and who cares when we're down, you know, 41-14. He said, yeah, when we're making the comeback, everyone's up. Right. But I don't – they think that I didn't notice who he was – sees everything. Exactly. Who was, you know, hanging their head and didn't want to be out there anymore when we were getting pushed around. Uh, and he said, and I quote, I will get rid of it. Mm -hmm. At the end of the season, absolutely. So the there transfer you go. portal is a lot. Look, Coach Wilson, the I talk about him every week because something relevant always comes up about this. He used to constantly say, "I love the NFL because I can just cut your ass." Well, now the transfer portal is you being cut. If you don't do your job or you don't meet snuff, they will say, "Son, you can stay here, but we're going to make your life a living hell, and you're never going to play, or you can go to the transfer portal." <laughs> And, and you, you, you don't even have to say point. make your life a living hell, honestly. It's just you could stay here, but you're not, not going to play. play. Yeah. Well, I guess that's me throwing that in there. Yes. If I was the coach, I would say, if you don't go to the transfer portal, you can stay here, and I'm going to make your life a living hell. Maybe you two wouldn't say that, but I damn sure would. Yep. Yeah, I mean. That's just me. Though. I'm just saying you don't even have to. You just, you just tell a guy, hey, you're not going to play here. Can you, can you want to? Yes, you can. Awesome. Thanks, sure thanks Ryan. Do. Wait, I, I just quickly. Yes, Ryan. Aaron Butler, you, you supported that uh, that decision. I absolutely, one hundred percent. If your guys came to you saying the same thing, would you support that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Look, man. Do you think that's going to be a trend? I think it should be a trend, and I know high school coaches hate this, but yeah, I was gonna say. I'm gonna. I don't care. I could give a shit what the high school coaches like. Look, that man. This is why. As a high school coach, your job should not be to win high school football games. Your job should be to prepare young men for life outside of football through the lessons of football. And if you do that correctly, you will win a ton of fucking high school football games. They go hand in hand. Yeah. If a kid has the potential and he's a, isn't this kid a five-star recruit? He's a four-star. He's a five, four-star, He's right? going to be a, so he's he'll be a, be a five-star. Five yeah, he'll be a five-star. Okay. Whatever. Even a high four-star. Who gives a shit? He's a potential NFL football player, right? He's early enrolling, right? Yes, both mm -hmm. of those are facts. So anybody that has a problem with this kid early enrolling, I'm sorry that you're not any good and you weren't a four-star and you don't have this opportunity, but it's smart of him to shut it down. He's not a bad teammate. You have to be selfish as an athlete or you're, all, you're gonna fall for everything. There's no, like, there's family in football, but you've got, you actually have to be in the family and it's like mafia style. <laughs> you don't just get born into it. Yeah. There's no football family that you're born into. There's football family you can earn into, and you have to you have to be able and to say to yourself and to the public, I'm doing what's best for me right now. I could give a a Tiffany F what you think about it. <laughs> That's because Coach Prime doesn't like it when I curse, and I'm trying really hard. So, it, I personally think Butler's making the right decision. If Gage Gentler or Big Lincoln <laughs> or 
you know, Jackson Cowgirl came to me and said, Coach, I'm going to shut it down for the rest of the year. I don't want to get hurt. I want to start training. I'm early enrolling in January. And I'll come work out with you and, every day. Well, and I want to come work out every day and immerse in the film and really learn my trait. And they're already doing that to a point. But imagine what you could do on an everyday basis because goddamn high school's cutting into development. And look, man, I, if you're going to go be a professional football player, you can now act like it at 17, 18 years old. I didn't have earning potential until I was fucking 22 years old. I had to be an amateur. Well, now you're a goddamn pro at 16 years old. If you know how to use Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, you can monetize it, you can post, you can act like an adult, and you have good people around you that can facilitate that. Yep. But if you've got a bunch of fuckboys around you that can't help you, <laughs> and all they want to do is control the narrative, and they want to make sure that you stay there to help them win high school games, and you're a bad teammate, nah, you're a shitty coach if you hold down the player that can elevate and go to another place if you're holding him down, how is that elevating the kid? How is that helping anyone? I it like doesn't. How, <clears throat> I like how you you trying to not curse because of Coach Prime lasted about 30 seconds within the same, <laughs> what, same quote. Breath. Look, if I say F-boy, it doesn't have the same it feeling behind it. it doesn't. Uh, if I say Tiffany F, though, I feel like that would be a little <laughs> bit more abrasive than just stating a fact that the world is full of fuckboys. Is that All not, right. That's not a thing. Yeah. I, I'm not the one complaining. Is that a thing, Jake? I don't know, I man. Mean, I don't know if that's... The, I'm so sorry, all you F-boys out there. <laughs> if I offended you, then I'm... I'm serious. If I offended you in any way, I'm talking directly to you. All right. All right. Uh, let's get to Super Chats of questions. But first, shout out to us. Us. We. Yeah. If you guys have been enjoying the content, consider becoming a DMVR diehard. Uh, you can go sign up on the site at thedmvr.com. You get a free shirt at sign up, 20% off all merch, uh, 20% off events. You get access to the diehards only Discord. You also get a discount at the bar. There's exclusive merch, tons of other stuff. We are having an event on Friday. Um, we're going to, the DMVR Buffs crew is going to be out in Tempe. We leave tomorrow morning. But And, and watch out for Ryan because he's going to be on one apparently. <laughs> um, but Hand if me you, one of those buckets of tequila soda and it's over. <laughs> the bar is going to be popping tomorrow night. Come on down. Uh, we've got the next from Nashville concert event going on here. It's free. We've got happy hour from six to eight. Half off select apps. Four dollar well whiskeys. Twenty dollar mix and match buckets. Uh, tons of people performing. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come on down. And speaking of nil, just real quick before we end, I know Savion's hurt right now, but you can still support him. Use yep. the promo code Washington seventy eight. Go to six zero equipment dot com. Get yourself a body bag. It's the most elite blocking shield on the market. Uh, we've sold a bunch of them. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm just going to say this, but we sold some to Nebraska. We, you, up, well, we they, upcharged them. They need nice. to get better, so. <laughs> what? They need to get better, so. Yeah, well, you know. They, I they think, need you know how you make, the, you make them, like, custom for the team? Yeah. You should just make theirs buffs ones. Well, I, I made that would sure, fire them up, I made sure that when the N went in the middle, it was surrounded by everything else on the thing being black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But yeah, go to 60equipment.com, get yourself one. Uh, you can donate it to your high school. You can use it for yourself. But it's an elite piece of training equipment, and we're damn proud of it. So uh, Washington 78, and you'll put 10% in Savion's pocket. Uh, all you Buff fans out there, support Big Man through NIL. There all you right. go. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, guys. Also, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We would greatly appreciate your five-star review as well. Say that with your chest, Jake. 
We would greatly appreciate your five star <laughs> review on Apple Music, on Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Leave a five star request now. There review. you go. Close enough. Review. <laughs> Is that Supreme not, that's Broncos. Not how it works. It, not a request. Will Miles Slusher be back you this really week? Requesting. To be determined. It's more of a telling. Um, I'll try my I best. Would say I guess no. I, w- I would guess no as well. Um, I'll be down on the field on Saturday pregame, and I'll let you know who's in uniform and who's not again. There you go. Questions? Uh, yep. yep. Angela Thomas, does CU play sticky versus ASU so they can stop ASU's run game? Look, I would love to see them, especially if Cormani is starting. Mm-mm. He's going to start, I Just think. come out and play press man against these wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um I think you might try to get a couple other linebackers on the field um, because of the fact that Scadaboo is just such a wagon. <laughs> like, you know, like he's... He's a brick shit house, bro. Yeah, like, you, you know, he's going to break some tackles. Yep. yep. So you better rally you're going to have tackle to... This yeah, you're like, you might want to get Levante Bentley out there and, um, you know, maybe go with some three linebacker sets rather than the five safety stuff that you've been doing or five db stuff that you've been doing with three safeties um i don't know if they're going to do that i don't know if they're going to see if uh, asu can force them to do that first but uh like i said i would love to see them come out and play press man and beat you know force these quarterbacks to beat them especially with shiloh back on the field you know travis isn't going to be there but press press man cover one eight man in the box that was rally and tackle they've got to do it that was my favorite thing about Cormani when I rewatched the film is he was fearless, man. He'd set foot on the field and immediately got about an inch away from the wide yep. receiver that he was covering. He's was an just, absolute stud. Yep. Uh, daytime? D-time? Guys, how difficult will it be for CU to get a false, fast start against ASU? Will it be running or passing game to get rolling? I don't think it'll be difficult at all as long as their mindset's in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they go down and, and perform like they have in the second half of football games in the first half, this is going to be a, a very fun game in Tempe. If they struggle, it's because of a slow start. Yep. Uh, I think running the ball is going to be the way to get a fast start. I agree. Um, and stopping their run because they're damn sure going to try and run the ball. They got to yeah. get Dylan involved more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And he had, he, had, he had a bunch of touches last week. They did a good job getting the ball, but another 10 probably would have sufficed another score from three. Yeah, and there was a he had a big play that got called back last week because of OPI on Javon Antonio. He had no receptions last week. Yep, it, he would have had at least one for about thirty. Yeah, if that one didn't get called back. Yep. Um, and then he got the it was the offsetting penalties because they had the late they hit had, out of yeah. bounds on him, um, which I think they actually enforced that wrong. They that wouldn't surprise me. The refs you were awful refs last week. <laughs> CU should have gained five yards after all was said and done, and they didn't. They were I terrible. I don't think. Yeah, they work at Staples. <laughs> that's a that's a conference problem, by the way. <laughs> Pay them it full is. time. We tried to tell them that the Pac-12 refs are the worst. Yeah, they are. Terrible, the season. Anyways. No. Um, Why would you want to be a ref? Where what were we talking about? Oh, running the ball. Yeah. <laughs> what what day is this? <laughs> it, it reminds me of just a point I wanted to make today because I've seen a lot of people saying Alton should be starting. Yeah. Hankerson's a good backup. Hankerson's a monster, bro. What I just don't understand is does that mean you think you know better than Coach Prime and Coach Flea? Right. And this is the other thing. Who gives a shit who starts at running back? They rotate everybody in but, so much. Who cares? I mean, Alton has had very limited touches since he came back from injury. But I, what I'm telling you guys is maybe Alton 
you know, once he's at 100, 100%, comes back and is the starter. Maybe to this point, Hankerson is outplaying him in practice. Coach Prime says it about everyone. He's not going to expect something from you in the game that he hasn't seen in practice. So personally, like there are coaches that I question. I don't have any reason to question Coach Prime or Coach None. Flea at this point Absolutely in terms of zero. if they're doing the best thing for the team. Yeah, and he's yep. coming off of injury. He, we know he's talented. He's young. They have a bevy of backs. Cavassier Smoke barely even plays. So let's be real. Or Smoke Cavassier. What is it? Yeah, Cavassier, Cavassier Smoke. Cavassier Smoke. Yep. I think Smoke Cavassier is also pretty cool. <laughs> Joey B, cool. how does the undersized CU defense stop Scadabo for ASU? That's a Talked about that a little bit. I mean, well, we're, look, we're still doing the undersized thing. Yeah, well, they, well, they're not. They're not. They, I mean, I they're, mean, they're little, not Georgia. They're, they're light on the on the line. The three techniques, 285, right? Bishop? That's, that's small. 285 and three technique, bro. Is, who are you talking about? Who are you talking, are you talking about? Cokes or Bishop? Well, okay. So how big is Cokes? 290? I can tell you right now. Either way. I'm, it's not a small man, but. When you when you're a 320 pound guard and you've got a 330 pound tackle and you're double teaming a 285 pound guy, then there's a difference. That's all I'm saying. They are a little undersized. They have a hard time getting off blocks. They get stuck on pass rush. They need to move the defensive line. They need to run blitz. They need to walk somebody in the box, play one on one, man to man, like RK said earlier, and mash up the middle, rally and tackle the big back. And they've got to do a really good job. Look, this defense constantly is is causing turnovers. Mm -hmm. They're one of the best in the country at causing turnovers. They're one of the worst in the country. Between the 20s, they'll give up some plays, but they're also great in the red zone, and they're great getting the ball. So when you first guy in, tackle the man, second guy in, tackle the goddamn ball, and let's go score a touchdown on defense. That's yeah. how you beat them. And the big thing for me this week is, you know, uh, what, when you're going up against a power running attack like this, it's also a slower running attack. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, and that means you have more time to get into the backfield before the, you know, the play is broken open. So if, even if you are a little undersized, that should allow you the quickness and speed to hopefully get into the backfield and make a play on this guy before he gets to the line of scrimmage. Facts. Uh, Warren with the super chat. Trivia for RK. What schools has CU shared a conference with more and how many years? What does that mean? Anyone? Well, they were in the Big 8 forever, the Big 12, and the Pac-12 for 12 years. What so. schools so has CU shared a conference with more? Did they come? They didn't come over from the Big 12 with anyone to the Pac-12, right? No. It was just them? Nebraska went to the Big 10. We went to the, well, Utah came with us, but they went from the Mountain West, right? Didn't Utah come up? Warren, I would love to do your trivia. I just don't understand the question. Yeah, good question. Yeah. I mean, um, They've got three other teams going with them to the Big 12, though. Yeah. This yeah. team included. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll be the third conference that they have been in with Utah. Yeah. Because uh, they were in the Big like, Seven, right? Or, or Big Six or something? I think it, uh, way big, back big when West it was like the Rocky Mountain. The Rocky Mountain Conference. Something or other, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't around for that one. Maybe that's yeah. the answer to his question okay, that he's trying to That's ask. what I was thinking it maybe was. Yeah. That's right there for you, bud. Daryl is asking, can I contribute to the 5430 Foundation more than once a year? Of course. Yes, absolutely. Daryl from St. Louis. Yes. And I heard you, from them that they are going to try and set up like a monthly recurring donation, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, a great way to do it. Sure. Super chat from Reef. Here you go, Matt. Uh, zesty or saucy in this sense is a way to joke about someone being soft when we know that they aren't. More so a way to mess around with your buddies. Hmm. Yeah. So if someone's saucy, they're soft. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, last okay. one here. Cool. 
Let's get to 400 likes. Triple L, will the game be on Pac-12 Mountain TV? Yes, it'll be on the main Pac-12 network as well, too. So main Pac-12 and Pac-12 Mountain. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Every CU game is on Pac-12 Mountain, I okay. think. Okay, cool. So I trust you. Well, go Buffs. I think they get a big win. Yeah, what's your score prediction? I'm going to go 51-24 CU. Ooh, Ooh, that would be so nice. That would be so nice. Yeah. Are we doing this? Multiple, multiple turnovers. Oh, I, we'll do ours tomorrow. Big, okay. big time win. Shador goes off. I think it's going to be awesome. Hell Let's yeah. go, man. And then I think they're going to crush Stanford. I think and so, then too. Bye week, baby. Let's go. Could be 5-2 and two with Travis coming back, man. But check out Six Zero Academy. Check out Six Zero Equipment. Really appreciate this. I love Thursdays. I'll be back next week. All right. Shout out to you, chat. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. We all silly like the mayor.